ladies and gentlemen, to your regularly scheduled One Piece Podcast with your host, Randy Savage. Alongside Randy Savage. And special guest, Randy Savage. We'd like to thank all of you for coming out here today, giving us your time and your energy. We're going to be talking about some anime today. Isn't that right, Randy's? You're goddamn right it is. Your best tootin' right it is. We're going to be talking about One Piece today. It's going to be great. Alright, I'm done. I don't have anything more for that. (laughs) I probably could have kept it going, but I just don't want to. (laughs) I feel like I'm going to rip a new hole in my throat. Right? That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to do it for too long either. <laughs> Listeners, if you couldn't tell, we got a strong impression from one of the characters from yeah, the yeah. six episodes. <laughs> yeah, that that one good on, on Blackbeard's crew. <laughs> He's leaving a, <laughs> leaving a grand impression. <laughs> that whole island really is just kind of like WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, yeah, basically. Bellamy's like, I got you for three minutes. I mean, that that is fair. That is about how long Bellamy lasted. Yeah, there there wasn't there wasn't like anything important happening in these episodes. Not not world building or anything really. But all right, yeah, let's get into the summary. Luffy throws down the gauntlet, demanding his friend's treasure back. The ruthless Bellamy scoffs at the heroism. Pirates, they steal no way around it. Bellamy begins his assault, bouncing back and forth on every surface around, gaining deadlier with each jump. Each continues to mock even even continues to mock Luffy's dreams again. And just as he's about ready to attack, a fist comes into view and smashes his head straight into the ground. Luffy retrieves the treasure and heads back to the ship. When asked where he was going, he simply points up and says, up there. So I'll I'll just ask outright. Uh, how would you guys think of the Bellaby fight? Did, did it beat expectations? Were you like, wow, that was a little bit of build up for kind of nothing? Did you kind of were you a little hyped by it? Remember when I said like he has to use something other than spring snipe in this fight, right, guys? He has to to fight Luffy. Right? He's got it. He does like one extra thing, and it's the fucking move that spring he uses. Hopper. Yeah, the bouncer on the world or whatever. It reminded me of My Hero Academia when the old man's teaching Midoriya how to move really quickly, oh, where he's like bouncing yeah. all around the room what, and shit. Uh, Gran Torino. It's also just a different version of Captain Kuro's shit. <laughs> and, and You're not he, wrong. And Luffy yes. did the same exact thing to Kuro. Do you do you notice a pattern when when you fa- when Luffy is faced with goons who think that they're just like ah this is this is my final form and he's like jumping around the stage and then Luffy's just like you're an idiot I'll just wait for you to come in close and then I've hit already you. seen like, this I always the only differences between those fights and this one is that Luffy really hit him hard <laughs> like, oh Luffy's a much stronger dude now. No city of gold, no island in the sky, just oceans and ships and the men who sail them. You asked if I know how to throw a punch. Just finish him so we can drink, Bellamy. Watching you beat him senseless has made me thirsty. <laughs> so long, straw hat! Huh? 
Mofo has a skull, like indent in his skull with his fist <laughs> and the blood on his hands. I'm just like, did did anyone ever actually expect anything more? I I I did. I really wanted that fight to last a couple more minutes. They they hype up Bellamy for five fucking episodes. I have a feeling he's going to come back for something stupid. I don't know what it is, but it's going to be like 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 another like buggy de clown kind of more. It's like I'm going to get you, Luffy, and he's no, going to come back and everyone's no going to be like, "Shut the fuck up, Spring Boy. Go back to go back yeah. to the stairs where you belong." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to say it again, like I always do. You'd be very surprised. Random characters that you think are just complete throwaway have this very strange ability to just randomly come back into the story for no fucking reason and suddenly be very important oh, happens all the it, fucking he's gonna time. be one of those characters i, I don't he? i don't even want bellamy anymore <laughs> you're worthless you're trash you only have one ability and all your goons are weak as fuck yeah his goons are useless <laughs> oh my god <laughs> the, there's a reoccurring theme that they need to catch up on which is information <laughs> right yeah like, it, who the fuck it, are it you little small to... child turns out it's like fucking god <laughs> yeah it's a 700 year it's old like... vampire no, but that, uh, you know, that hit, though, I mean, I actually really do like the Luffy-Bellamy fight. You know, we got that 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 sick scene where Luffy was like, all right, so I remember you asked me one time if I knew how to punch. <laughs> and, then, and then Bellamy's just, like, taunting him, trying to, like, run at him or whatever, finally jumps at him, and that was when we got the sweet fucking bam right across the side of the face as he's closing in. Oh, my God, it was so fucking good. He doesn't even, he like doesn't even say anything. Fucking big knife goes, well now you gotta fight me, and Luffy just holds up his bloody fist and like flexes and big knife falls <laughs> down on his ass and like basically shits himself. <laughs> and then I love how he he doesn't even ask them where the or maybe he did, I don't actually remember, but it seemed like he didn't even ask them like where the gold was. He just like left and was like, ah, that was easy to find, and just came back outside with all the gold or whatever. <laughs> so here's my question. What the fuck does he need the gold for? Because it ended up not being any important. It was just like, oh, I'm just grabbing treasure for my friend again. Like, I get it. You know, power friendship, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I thought that there was a purpose to the gold. No, the gold was just meaningful to Cricket. And then Bellamy stole it. So Luffy went, well, I've had enough of this shithead. I'm going to go get this shit back and finally beat him up. Your boy Luffy was like, ah, dude, okay, well, we, you can fuck with me. You can fuck with Zoro. You probably would have caught some hands if he fucked with Nami, I ain't gonna lie. You probably would have caught some hands if he just, like, offhandedly beat the shit out of Usopp, because, unfortunately, like, they can't really defend themselves like Luffy and Zoro can. Like, they they were just like, it's not even worth the fight. But they what they did was they dicked with Cricket, and Luffy took that personally. So, yeah, he just wanted to get the gold back and stuff. That that classic shonen trope. Power friendship. Come on, dude. I love when Luffy shows back up to the, uh, to the house, finally. And I forget what exactly everyone says... But then he he like he stands in front of the the Mashira Shoujo's crew and they do like the monkey pose where they put their two <laughs> hands on their heads like their curved arms. Yes. And they're just sitting there like, yo, thanks, bro. And and Luffy's like, no problem. I got you, fam. And they just do the monkey pose at each other. It's so good. It just hits for no reason. So so speaking of back to, you know, the other side of the uh, the island or whatever with the uh, with the monkey brothers. So <laughs> do we like those uh, those Mary upgrades? <laughs> <laughs> you mean the fact that they turned the go er, the going Mary into an A10 warthog that it pays off? <laughs> <laughs> well, when when I heard the ship 
flying and it sounded like an A-10 Warthog <laughs> flying by, I was just like, yes, we have achieved tier, like top tier stupid meme right now. Like, Other than the main fight between Luffy and Bellamy, which really only lasts like the first, like what, five minutes of the yeah, episode? If that. It, it, it was pretty pretty short in comparison. We get some world building, baby! With some. Oh, yeah! We get a fuck ton. This is like the first episode where I felt like I like it ended and I was I contemplated going back for a second watch because I was like, I what did I just watch? What, what, they just threw so much <laughs> shit at me. We suddenly have a world with politics. We have a world with more government officials. We have the seven warlords being kind of there. More of them, at least, or whatever. <laughs> a third of them. We met some. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, now we know a third of them. Although, to be honest. I think if you put the numbers down on paper, you guys only don't know of two. Because I went back, you guys now know, you know Mihawk. Wait, 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 Mihawk's not, he's not a Shichibukai. Yeah, he is. What do you mean? He's a warlord. Yes. I mean, I know he walks in there, but they make it seem like he's not. Like, he just, they call him an observer. No, so he calls himself an observer because he's, he, especially yes. when he walks in, the, the tone that he's talking about is that he's like, I'm not here to actually make any decisions because I'm a pirate. I don't give a flying fuck, but I'm just going to watch around because this looks like funny because I have a special interest for the two that we're talking about. Well, that's what, ma- yes. that's what made me think that he wasn't a, a warlord, though, because it was just like, I'm just here. I, I'm a fucking badass. I get to be here. Fuck no, you. No, he's, like he's like the manager who works at home and then comes in like once a month and says, all right, do your job. I'm going to pretend like I actually care. So, so okay, may- maybe a better idea than to just like go head first on all the warlords we now know. Let's let's peel back about you know why the why we even have warlords in this discussion. So the discussion on the table was unfortunately now that luffy has defeated crocodile and basically imprisoned him for literally trying to steal an entire country very imprisonable offense the world government is in this weird position where normally they use the seven warlords as like kind of a militia or as like the fear factor of if you dick around eh, you might have to face dealing with one of our seven warlords out in the seas or whatever. And now they only have six. And they feel like that there's now going to be a massive imbalance in power on the open seas. And, and we got Luffy out here and his crew who just casually fucking destroyed one one day. So now they're like, well, wait a minute. Are the warlords even that big of a deal? So now there's, a, now there's also a conflict of, well, wait a minute. Are the warlords even that bad? Maybe after all this time, they're all like starting to get soft or whatever. So this is where the world government's like, hey, we got to discuss these goons. We got to we got to potentially find another a replacement and we got to figure out what we're going to do. Gotta about start this holding American kid. Idol uh, auditions. Which one of you is going to be our next special guest? <laughs> I like to eat house. Randy's. <laughs> No, no, it's us. Uh, it's Randy Savage's uh, uh, leader, the, the the Undertaker, <laughs> or, or or is the Undertaker the, the the doctor guy? Maybe that's who that is. So that's what they're talking about. And in the midst of that, we had Mihawk show up again, who, like Devin said, and let's it's a little column A, little column B. He is a warlord, number one. And like Devin said, yeah, he just kind of like strolled in and was like, hey, you know, I know what you guys are talking about today. I have a special interest in this group of pirates right here. So I like to be informed. That's the only reason I came to this meeting, because all the seven warlords were invited to this meeting. I think if that wasn't made clear. No, I, I got that part. 
the 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 world government did invite all of the seven warlords to a table and said, "Hey, so we got to discuss this. You lost one of your fuckers out there." And then we only saw Mihawk show up, and we also had a guy by the name of Don Quixote do Flamingo a hell appear, of a name. and another dude. What a that's hell, one hell, hell of a, a play name. of the name of an actual like Spanish fable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, he's uh he's directly based off of that particular fable. So uh. Uh, and then we had another uh, warlord show up. His name is Bartholomew Kuma, who has a sick jacket, but uh, not not much of a talker. Not like Don Quixote del Flamingo. We actually don't really know what uh, Bartholomew Kuma's like. I guess attitude is towards showing up because we know that Mihawk is only there so he can hear more about the Straw Hats, and uh, Del Flamingo only showed up because he was like, you know, business back home's going really well. So I figured, eh, what the hell? I might as well come to this meeting. <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't care either. So you know, before we get a little too into like them real quick, I do want to ask a quick, quick thing. So they're in the Holy Land, Marie, Hose, Marie Joie. Is that supposed to be reminiscent of like the Vatican? I got like Vatican vibes because, you know, Saint Sengoku, or as I like to call him, Sengotku. Sengotku? Is that why that's down here in the in the, the, yeah. the joke talking points? Wait a minute. How do you how do you know he likes goats? Was that made clear? Yeah, he's got a whole ass goat with him, bro. I mean, to be fair, baby goats fucking adorable. But alright, going back to your question though, you asked uh if they were in like the Vatican area. Uh I would say that the Vatican is definitely a very heavily inspirational location for Marie Joie, yes. I wouldn't say Kuma is is also reading a Bible at one point. So mm-hmm. Kuma is like literally reading the Bible for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of literature references here. Now, I have I have a question because I don't want to give you their epitaphs uh, if we didn't see them. But did we see the epitaphs for these guys or no? Did you just see like uh, an epitaph is like like Straw Hat Luffy to Monkey D. Luffy? The thing that pops up in front of them. Like the text, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The text pops up for uh, Bartholomew and Doflamingo, I believe, and most of the admirals. Did you see? Did you? See, but like when I say epitaph, like kind of like a nickname on the side, like from their main name, because like Bartholomew Kuma just is his name. But did you hear his epitaph or uh, no? Like I know we saw their previous bounties. I, I think I was focusing too much on Sengoku than I was. All right. Well, I won't. I won't repeat their epitaphs then, just in case. Going back to that, then, did you happen to notice their previous bounties? Yes, they were <laughs> they were big, massive. Uh, Doflamingo, I want to say, was like 300 mil plus, and Bartholomew's was like 260-ish. Yeah, something like that. So was Crocodile, or Crocodile like the literally the lowest uh, fucking... So here's, here's where we're at. This is what I would propose to you. We have to, we have to play this out as, well, wait a minute. Why would Crocodile only have had an 80 million berry bounty before he became a warlord? My argument is that perhaps he was invited long before he had the opportunity to get a substantial bounty. He's just been in the team for that long. Oh, they just like, realized he's killing like, potential early on, and they were like, mm, let's give him a title so that he doesn't kill everyone. And then he went to go exactly. and kill everyone. So we're proposing that Crocodile is the original-ish. Well... I could I could also maybe see like him being as like one of the OGs, yeah. Like a founding like an like a OG founding member for sure. I, I would more jo- more so just say that, you know, when these bounties 
with the bounties on the seven warlords, it's really hard to compare them to like what it means for like an active pirate because the only time that they're going to have a bounty is if they're not a warlord. If you're a warlord, you have amnesty. So from the moment you decide to become a warlord, they're not going to keep putting your fucking dollar amount higher or whatever. You know what I mean? In addition, now on the other side, we've met warlords. We have warlords now. Uh, and I think, oh, wait, one more thing on them. Uh, just so we're keeping track at home, I think you guys now know of five. Right, I was going to ask you again. So we can count four. Crocodile, who we've killed. Um, Mihawk, yep. who's apparently news to me. Doflamingo, Kuma. Now, the, the other one is one you haven't seen, but you've heard about. And we actually heard of them back in the East Blue Saga right before we went to Dami's Ark. If you vaguely recall, the one who had sent Arlong to the East Blue was a guy by the name of Jimbe, who is one of the Seven Warlords. So you know of so that one's a merman. Is he? If he's attached to Arlong, it's probably a merman. He's got the fish, fish fruit. <laughs> Stop that. There's a lot of. There's a lot of. <laughs> okay. Oh boy, this. here we go again. <laughs> We're not doing. We're not this opening again. that can of worms up. All right. Anyway, moving on. So on the other side of the table, we got some navy shit. We got some world government shit. All right. So I don't even know. Wait, wait, you want to start with the. Uh, with the elders, the five dudes. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's five there's five old dudes that are in charge. Do you want to talk? Do you want to talk about the military people, or do you want to talk about the old dudes? Pick your pick, because they both they're they're both serving different purposes in their government. We need to focus on the seven warlords. With crocodile gone, we are in need of a replacement. Pirates they may be, the warlords keep things balanced. With one of their number gone, we may encounter serious problems. What plans have we made so far, sir? We've called all of the warlords to Marie-Joie for a meeting, but there's no way to know how many of them will actually show up. The five elders are there. They're there to argue amongst each other about uh, young whippersnapper stuff. Well, I want to start with them really quick and just give my two cents because I actually really like uh, the five elders for one particular reason. They're very loosely uh, interpreted uh, from real world like figures or whatever. And I just wanted to t let you guys know of the the closest assumptions for inspirations. The only one that's kind of weak is the the blonde guy that we that we saw. Some people say that he's loosely inspired by Abraham Lincoln. And I will say that that one's definitely the weakest. But the other four are the ones that are pretty much spot on. So we have bald guy in the back with the sword who is pretty much just Gandhi to a T. He is essentially just fucking Gandhi. Uh, we have the very tall and very whiskered man. Uh, and he was a Russian politician by the name of Mikhail Gorbachev. Mm -hmm. We also have the wrinkly dude with like the liver spots on his head. He's inspired by a Japanese politician by the name of, give me a sec, Itagaki, Itagaki uh, Taisuke. And you can tell that they're very similar because they literally have a liver spot in like the exact same spot. And in a lot of pictures, they both have mustaches. And then finally, we have the uh, the dude with the hat and like the really cool hair piece and like the really thick beard in the front, kind of shorter goon. He's literally just Karl Marx. So there you go. <laughs> those are your those are your loose inspirations for the five elders. So they all happen to be bit loosely interpreted by you know, famous real world politicians or real world leaders. And I find that fascinating. And I like that about these guys. There you go. That's my fun fact for you. That's your culture for the week. Cool. Moving on. So then we get the military as well, where we have Sengoku, 
And we also have uh, another woman was like sitting at the table that kind of went slept on for a quick sec. I don't remember her name at all. Vice Admiral Suru. She's actually uh, pretty cool. She's one of my favorites, but I mean, we don't really know anything about her at all yet. She looks like it. <laughs> she I mean, she's yeah, she's silent, badass woman in the Marines, surrounded by a bunch of dudes. But in addition, in attendance at the meeting of the uh, the Straw Hat goons or whatever, we happened to get a visitor who just kind of appeared. He just showed up out of the fucking blue. Surprise, or a dancing, tap-dancing, whimsical guy with a top hat who's very mysterious and creepy with teleportation powers. Ooh, He looks surprise. like he could have a puppet power. But he is Lafitte, and he was, like, what, an old officer or something from, like, the West Blue or some shit like that? I don't, I don't actually remember, like... So Lafitte proposes a question. Well, what if my boy blackbeard joins and then they were all like well sengoku specifically was like why why how does that help us like at what point do i just put some no-name fucking pirate that i've never heard of in literally in the highest pirating position imaginable yeah, like the whole room collectively just kind of went who <laughs> they were all like uh we've never heard of this guy why do we fucking care <laughs> then, but then but then Dolph flamingo was like uh, you know, this this might not be, like, the worst idea. Like, I, I can hear this guy out. I, I like where his head's at. <laughs> and then, like, all of a sudden, like, they're 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 considering the idea. And Lafitte goes, like, well, I happen to have an idea for how you, we can get in here. And uh, we won't. I don't think we actually heard, like. No, we didn't hear anything about it. All right. Well, then cutting to the, the next scene of the episode, we uh, we finally met Whitebeard. Eh? He, he looks like he's about to die. <laughs> what do you mean he looks like he's, he's about to die? He's got fucking chemotherapy going yeah, on. He has, yeah, he's got like two hot nurses next to him and he's fucking pick, pinned up with goddamn uh, needles and, and IV drips. Like, what is going on? I'm curious to know if Blackbeard's the one that caused that. Because we know Blackbeard killed one of the Whitebeard pirates. We know that. Yes. But we don't know what Blackbeard necessarily did. We only just know that one fact. So did he hurt somehow Whitebeard? And Whitebeard's like, hurdy dirt. now I have chemotherapy and has X on my chest. Like, better go sitting and doing nothing. Whitebeard is like an old guy, right? He's he's not... He's been in the game for a while. I think a stronger assumption... Fucking boomer pirates. That, you know, he has been around since Roger. And Roger was like, I don't know, like 40 or something. Like, when he went, went out... So Whitebeard's like rounding, I don't know, like 80 at this point in the story or something stupid. He was probably like 60 when Roger like, because I think he was older than Roger when they were still like on the seas together. Well, that would explain why he has all that hospice care. (laughs) That's what I'm saying, dude. So Whitebeard out here, he's just like, he's still a very strong dude and a very prominent pirate. But yeah, he's he's like, he's old, man. Like, come on, go, go easy on my boy out here. So since my independent fact checker isn't here, do you want to tell us who Whitebeard is actually based off of? He is based off of, I believe, a man by the same name, Edward Newgate. What's he famous for? Just being a All pirate. Right, well, that's boring. Well, what, it's not like Bellamy was like that, a particularly interesting goon. I mean, at least at least Bellamy was like based off of the wealthiest pirate or some shit like that, like. Yeah, I think that was Bellamy. Well, here, why don't I do some... Oh, yeah, fine. You want an independent fact checker right now? Give me this. Give me a second. Why you You're supposed to do this beforehand. Hey, you know, I did my research for Gorosei, and you guys didn't care for it, so fuck you. Who's Gorosei? Sorry. Well, it's Japanese. It's Gorosei, the five elders. Ah. Well, there's a lot of lore here, Brendan. We expect you to come prepared as the guy who's 
read this and oh, watched this shit back before. The, the guy who knows people. everything, who's watched this four times. This is supposed to be your life or whatever. Hey, man, I, why, why are you on me like this? I hear my independent fact checker recently caught up on the, the manga, too, so we might have you just replaced outright at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't need this. I'm out of here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, no, don't let me. I want to stay, please. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, so, Whitebeard's first name, Edward, was taken from Edward Teach, also known as Blackbeard on the open sea. Uh, Edward Lowe uh, is another pirate that he was famous from. And there was another guy who was named like Donnie Lu- Newgate or something like that. So, they like mixed the names? Yeah, they just mixed a few names oh, together. There you sure. go. There's your there there's your comparison. Moving on, we also have uh fucking a random goon from the red haired pirates show up. Uh so his wait, name's wait, Rockstar. Is Shanks nicknamed the Red Hair Pirates? Like is that their crew? Yeah, that's their like, crew. Click thing. They okay. are the red hairs. Because I've always just known him as Shanks's crew. So Shanks is also known as the Red-Haired Pirates, and uh, that is also their epitaph, by the way. So Shanks is Red-Haired Shanks. So there's your fun fact. And we have a goon by the name of Rockstar, whose former bounty was like, what, like 83 or something like that? Yeah, sounds about right. So wait, is Rockstar part of Shanks's crew? Yes. Correct. Okay. He's there to deliver a message to Whitebeard. He was just like, you guys have heard of me, right? And they were like, mm, and he nah, like, not has really. apparently <laughs> just joined Shanks' crew as well. Uh, so we got that goon c- coming up with the message. And then finally, we do get Blackbeard's full name. Uh, Marshall D. Teach. Yeah, boy. So he is a D as well. How do we feel about that? He's got a very cowboy name. He's in another my dreamer <laughs> with the D. So we have we have Blackbeard along with uh, his other cronies, which we have. Uh, uh, so the sniper goon, I forget what his fucking name is. All right, it's a really short name. Okay, uh, we have the Randy Savage goon, whose name is Jesus Burgess, and we also have Doc Q, the Grim Reaper, the only one's nickname I do remember for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I remember Doc Q. So we have Lafitte, Doc Q, uh, sniper guy, can't remember his name. Uh, Burgess and Teach. Those are the those are the five Blackbeard pirates that we have met thus far. I guess presumably presumably the only Blackbeard pirates. Maybe did they uh, also come from the Whitebeards? Did they defect with Blackbeard? We do not know yet, but I think the gears are turning, Christian. However, now we move on. We've done it. That was all of the backstory that we got and all of the exposition. I think now I think it is finally time that we talk about the most important topic on the table. How about that boat? How about that fish logs? That... It, it, it looked like the rat from Castaway. <laughs> <laughs> They're just literally on the counter rat from Castaway. Well said. And it breaks just as easily. Also, what I'm curious about is where did the angels go? Where did the angels go? I don't think that we're going to get an answer to that question anytime soon, Devin. I'll be honest with you. What if the angels were just like a couple of dudes making hand puppets? <laughs> and they're just casted on Dude, the clouds. Could you imagine, though? <laughs> could you imagine that it was just like a couple of dudes being like, you know, it'd be really funny to, to fuck this with these people really down below. Them. <laughs> <laughs> this is really gonna fuck with them down That's there. A, some, somebody grab the uh, the ten thousand watt flashlight. We're gonna shine this bitch <laughs> down to earth. Yeah, it was just like a ch- a children's show on Sky Island, and like the flashlight accidentally slipped. Mo- moving into the uh, the other ship, though, the Straw Hat ship, uh, back to the chicken. 
<laughs> so now we've got we've got the chicken boat. We've got the South Bird. We got the most casually relaxed monkey boys of all time, all waiting for this water spout. I thought that was hilarious when they're all like, like all the like the the competent ones are just like standing sideways on the ship while everyone else is like freaking the fuck out while flying in the air. Yeah, <laughs> and like Zoro yeah, and Robin are just like, this is fine. <laughs> yeah, so that so that happens we after we get like this this really good setup, right? So we get so right before the uh, the water spout happens, like the clouds are get, are coming in, like the 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 big cloud comes in and the, a big whirlpool starts, presumably because like some shit's about to shoot up, right? And the Mary goes in, it starts sinking towards the center, and then right after it's really calm, you know what's about to happen next: the big shot into the sky. So there's a lot going on here, but one of the funny things that Devin was mentioning is you got Zoro and and uh, Robin who just they're just like casually standing on the wall of the Mary because they're just like, well, I mean, I'm not gonna work against gravity. I know what's happening at this point, so let's just stand on the floor. Everyone else is like holding on for dear life. So you know that shot of like the water going into the sky too was like really fucking sick. And yet again, the anime does something that if Jordy was here, I'm pretty sure he would have a comment on it. I'm pretty sure that there was an audio clip, like a bit of music. Oh, yeah, they that played is, the, again, the 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 uh, dreaming or not dreaming. Uh, fuck. Uh, we are. They played the main OP. But before they played that, there was another little audio cue for a different song that I want to say was not included in the main orchestra yet again. And uh, since Jordy is the resident expert in music for the show, uh, I'm going to let him worry about the details on that. Maybe maybe he'll like chime yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, we'll edit like, in a clip right here. <laughs> Record scratch. <laughs> right here. Nothing's going to be there, no, is there? I don't <laughs> I'm sure. We dreamed. Absolutely not. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I thought dreamed. it was really interesting because... <laughs> it's sincerely <laughs> I like how that's like Brendan's trigger <laughs> Dreamin No please stop Stop it Stop alright You know you know the worst part is I, I know that whole thing by heart <laughs> Dreamin Don't give it up Luffy Dreamin <laughs> I can do the whole fucking thing Yo Zoro, he's just like a samurai And an LAD Why not He's not shy <laughs> God damn it <laughs> Fuck at this point, Usopp's doing that marksman thing. Sanji's cooking. Chapa's doctoring. Yahoo, yahoo. There you go. <laughs> I know the whole fucking thing. <sighs> I'm not, I'm not ashamed it. of it. <laughs> Fuck you. You did it. You finally got it out of me. All right. So anyway, so yeah, the, 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 the first OP plays, but before that was like a different song that I don't think was a part of the original orchestra uh, soundtrack again. And I don't know. It made me think a little bit like Stranger Things for a second. It was kind of hype. I, I really appreciate it. It was like kind of like a new wave funky sort of sound. What's happening? We're sailing up a huge pillar of water. This is awesome. How are we doing this? Wind. Oh, right! I can't believe it's finally happening! Let's go to Skypea! And, uh, and then once we do finally get shot up into the sky, uh, the Mary's just, like, you know, riding up the water, and they're all starting to figure out, like, wait a minute, boats don't fly. This doesn't <laughs> As it slowly like, starts to fall off. <laughs> well, it's like, like Sanji mentioned, he's like, uh, yeah, we're, we're starting to float off the, off the pillar because buoyancy <laughs> and shit, because <laughs> that's how boats work. <laughs> and then, then they're all like, uh, well, uh, what do we do now? <laughs> Nami's like, dudes, I got a great idea. There's all this fucking warm current coming from beneath us. We will just literally ride the pillar. 
The wind from below is a rising air current produced by geothermal heat, causing a steam explosion. It may be packaged differently, but it's still wind and water. Trust me, I'm a navigator, aren't I? Thank you, Nami! All right, gang, Nami's leading the way! All right, guys, catch the starboard wind and align the ship with the current! And then they fucking take off. The fact that they use jet engine noises for the fact of the flying a boat chicken in the air. I was just yeah, like, dude, what do you mean? <laughs> I think, I think that's it. Did we get there? Well, the, uh, the straw. No, they didn't get there yet. We didn't see it the yet. The straw hats. Well, no, we didn't get to Sky Island. That's why we stopped at 152, I'm sure, because 153 will either be them crashing down to Earth or getting the sky island <laughs> what i was gonna say is uh the end of 152 is uh p- possibly blackbeard's whole point for being here is revealing to the straw hats that they have new bounties yeah at the last minute the straw hats finally know that they've got new big big yeah, kid bounties luffy got luffy, fi- <laughs> luffy gets told he's got that 100 mil and zoro's got the 60 and sanji's got zip nada his su- sucks to <laughs> suck kid better luck next time stop making one-liners and fight the big boys you dumb bitch <laughs> yeah dumb bitch <laughs> sanji's like oh no wait wait usap usap do you see one for me out there Tell i gotta me straight. do one. you see one for me <laughs> like, usap's nope, like no uh, absolutely not and the luffy and zoro <laughs> in the back fucking cheesing it up like yo i got a hundred mil baby and zoro's like you know yeah, zoro's like hey that's 61st shot a bad a bad all right now did we get there are we good uh i think we covered everything uh it's it's here that we either do because i always forget quotes. are we on quotes now no or we, we have next week's bag? episodes which is 153 and 155 or what no, no 153 to 155 we're skipping 54 <laughs> just, for just, no reason no yeah, yeah jokes on you 154 is actually just like a filler <laughs> one episode so <laughs> it's, it's like the mom hiding vegetables inside of like uh, a meal yeah <laughs> wrapping the the pill for the dog in peanut butter <laughs> Exactly. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Always. And now we're on to quotes. Yeah, dude. No, the, the, these are pretty quotable episodes, I'll be honest. But uh, go ahead, uh, Devin. You can go first. All right. So the first one is the most obvious one, which was it, it slapped, which is the the part where it was after Bellamy's fight. And I don't even remember the guy's name. The the dude who's dressed up like an 80s, like Coke whore. Big knife. Um, <laughs> big, big knife. <laughs> whatever. And he's, you know, yells at Luffy, like, where are you going? He goes, where? He pauses, puts his fists up in the air. The sky. <laughs> I, I don't think he said it like that, but sure. <laughs> um, I realized that while Mihawk was on screen just about every time, they play Zoro's theme. So I don't know. <clears throat> going back to a musical conversation. Honestly, even I didn't expect them to come this far so quickly. We may meet again sooner than I thought. <laughs> thought it was interesting. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I got to it. Yeah, I noticed times. that too, especially because when they did that little like, cut scene between, like, in the middle of the episode with Zoro's poster, it was like it sounded different. So. Yeah, yeah. It's like <clears throat> it's like a variation. Anyway, <clears throat> I have one from the first episode where uh, at one point Nami asks Zoro why he didn't go to help luffy and zoro has this like semi long-winded <laughs> response about like not feeling pity or having pity on your enemy or whatever it was and in response to all this deep shit nami goes what what does that mean 
Yeah, he's just like, you don't know anything about honor, you don't know anything about fighting, like, what the fuck? <laughs> My only other uh, real quote here is uh, just throw in everything Cricket says as those straw hats are floating away on their boat. There's only one thing you gotta remember above everything else. What? Not one person in history has ever disproved the existence of Sky Island. <laughs> People may say I'm crazy and even laugh at me, but I don't care. I'm a romantic like you. Romantic. Uh, so I did get sniped by the both of you. In fact, you you guys pretty much just took all the quotes I had. Start going first then, idiot. The only one that I have left uh, is from one of the scenes when we meet Whitebeard. I've got all the medicine I need right here. Now get me another keg. <laughs> Why is he called Whitebeard? All he has is a goddamn mustache. <laughs> <laughs> We got through the whole cast and none of you even cared until now. All of his hair migrated from his chin to his not to under his nose. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody nobody's going to contest and call him White Mustache because he's the strongest dude on earth right now. Facts. <laughs> yeah, nobody dares nobody would dare like call him out on the on the beard. It's, it's like <laughs> like uh happen. like Blackbeard having like some shitty stubble down there that he should really just <laughs> shave because it doesn't look good. <laughs> Wow, fucking, I feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on, moving on, moving on. Those are the quotes. Uh, Golden Ham. Golden Ham. Uh, Nami for making the ship fly. Yeah, that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty tight. Uh, I'll be honest, that, that ain't bad. Nami's doing her job yet again. We, we need you out here, girl. Without you, we, this whole story would, would be dead. I don't know. Something about that Luffy <laughs> shot really slapped, especially coming back with a horn beetle afterwards saying, like, I spent like three hours. Oh my hours, God, like, we completely forgot this. about Hercules. How can I forget <laughs> about Hercules? Hercules? Oh. <laughs> we, can, we can go back. We, we haven't gone it's that the whole far. Reason, we can turn it's around. the whole reason Luffy's fucking late. It's because he went to hunt for Hercules, the horn beetle. <laughs> Yeah, just just to like put it in perspective, he handled Bellamy like in a very reasonable time frame. He pretty much just went straight to the town, kicked his ass in two minutes, and left. Like he made it with plenty of time to spare. <laughs> However, the goon realized he was he was going so fast that he was like, "Ah, eh, we can we could spend some time finding a Hercules beetle." <laughs> he fucking got one. I think my favorite part about this is like when he has the beetle and he's like, "Oh, I can give it to you guys for payment," and they're like, "Oh my god, this is the best gift ever." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, they were down. They were like, "Wow, that's so fucking rare. That's amazing." <laughs> <laughs> fucking bug catcher luffy he's even got the hat but all right golden hand uh i feel the nami pick i feel the luffy pick yeah because like for me like i don't know something about that 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 bop felt good but at the same time i felt like i, I feel like nami's a stronger pick i agree I, I only like luffy for the sake of because of the photo i can see pretty good photo potential but oh yeah, yeah. no that's that's a great thumbnail pick i feel like luffy probably has like the best still oh of course like in terms Anything, of just like any shot you get a luffy where it's him angry and his entire face or the top half of his head is shaded over and all you see is his eyes is like uh -huh, the uh -huh. most badass still frame image in possibly any anime it is, <laughs> oh, it is so it, it is so words. cool and badass if we ever get there one day that somebody's making fan art of us 
I want. I'm gonna call that shot. <laughs> I want. I want. I'm that. calling that shot. <laughs> that that's my shot. That's fine. I, I'm probably gonna get the groggy shot or like the black beard, like grin with the beard <laughs> shot. <laughs> nah, I just we'll, we'll all be a straw hat. I'll be Usopp. You can be. You can be Luffy Christian. I'll. I'll, I'll accept this. <laughs> Devin gets to be Sanji. Shit eating grin. Nothing like the man. <laughs> yeah, but I know you just hate. I know you love him so yeah, much. So <laughs> we we know he's your favorite character. So we can we can uh, let you. <laughs> but uh i i feel like nami's pretty good i like the nami we haven't and she hasn't been recognized for for her being able to like hold hold the story down and moving moving the straw hats around for a little bit and i like and i, I want to give it to her too i like that so nami nami it is nami did it mm-hmm. we did it mm-hmm. we here boys we did it we yeah it. so uh All that right. just leaves one thing the grab bag brendan trivia all right, we're back to Brendan Trivia today. Oh, shit. I didn't realize Ooh. this is the grab bag. So, contestant number Brendan, your first question is, back in Logetown, when Nami was trying to, or trying on some clothes, her first outfit foreshadows which character in Alabasta? Uh, probably VV? Let's check the board. <laughs> Robin. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, you're right. It was literally the same fucking thing. I'm an idiot. whole fool. Oh, no. You're getting pushed really quickly to bronze tier. (laughs) Oh, stop it. I knew this one, too. I knew this one. Because I think we even talked about it. We were in the episode. (laughs) Oh, my God, I'm an idiot. (laughs) All right, contestant number Brandon. Let's go on to question number two. This might save you from going into iron tier. Oh, no. <laughs> when was the first and only time in the entire series that Sanji has ever actively threatened a woman? Uh, when Robin was first on the ship, he totally pulled a gun out and had it to her head before he was disarmed. You got that correct. Episode 67, when the crew first meets Miss All Sunday, Sanji holds a pistol to Robin's yeah. head and even Usopp remarks at the sudden change of character. Yeah, you saved yourself we this win. time, Brendan. On Brendan trivia plays outro music. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Just two this week, huh? Yeah, yeah, those were good. We didn't, we didn't have like fucking in the in the One Piece test episode. <laughs> I mean, you like those fucking- questions too, though. I do like that those being questions. a picky bitch. You just got them wrong. <laughs> no, I, I, I you, you <laughs> had like a 50 50 just... shot in those, if I remember correctly, and you got them both wrong. <laughs> well, 50 50 is being generous because I have to assume that they're still using like the main straw hats in those questions, which I know there's only five of at the time. But so I have like a one in five chance of like guessing those kinds of questions or something. But regardless, I was a big fool. All right. Well, I think that's it, honestly. So follow us on Panda Sightings at Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back one day, and so will Jordy. Maybe. And an RKO from out of nowhere! Oh my god! You can't see me. You can't see me. Yeah, brother. Alright, cut it. It's going wild, brother. I press stop. I'm pressing stop. Stone Cold Steve Austin.